0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fit Fun Father podcast. I'm your host, Michael Sobcu. I'm so glad you guys could join me on this amazing episode with Miss Natalie Potts. This woman is amazing. She is a personal development coach. She works with mainly retired athletes who are transitioning out of um, their role in sports into developing into something afterwards, very inspirational, she absolutely motivated me uh, just in the short conversation that we had, not only does she do that, she is in amazing shape, she's done photo shoots, I believe she's got another one coming up, incredible, Organized, efficient, intelligent, and she is. This podcast is amazing. She is amazing. And I hope you guys get a ton of value out of this. We talk about things all the way from the perspective, mindset, ability to transition into a happier frame of mind. Um, We talk a lot, we talk a little bit about fitness, but we really dive into the personal aspect of things, more of like, life and and the viewpoints and what is going to create that positive environment for you. I was so stoked when she agreed to come on the show and I couldn't be happier about the episode. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Natalie Potts. Hello, Natalie. How are you today? Thank you again for joining me on the Fun Father podcast. I'm super excited to have you on. How are you? How's the day?
1: I am very well and I'm super excited as well. So thank you for having me. Yes.
0: Yes, this is crazy. So for those listening, um, we know each other through a mastermind group and through that mastermind group, we have people who are online coaches, business development, whatever it may be. And we all come collectively to help uh, improve our business, challenge each other, help each other. Um, maybe Natalie, just give us a little bit of a rundown of kind of where you, how you got started in the mastermind. What were you doing at the time and what kind of provoked you to kind of jump onto Chris's mastermind?
1: Yeah, sure. So I, Um, I've been in the corporate sector, actually, um, since I was 16, so I'm 32 now, so a long time. And um, I kind of got to a point about five years ago where I was like searching for that, you know, I'm not feeling that fulfillment in life, I'm looking to do something else. And I got into coaching. And um, so I did two diplomas, one in corporate coaching and one in personal development, so, and personal performance. So I qualified last year and I've just recently qualified in my corporate one, um, which has been amazing. So it's been a long journey, but I've loved it. And I was kind of looking for someone to be a mentor at the end of last year, um, basically because I was just procrastinating and I, was, I had all this stuff and ideas and plans, but nothing was actually coming through so that was getting frustrating for me over Christmas and I'd watched Chris for nine months actually um which was really interesting and I seen him in the gym for you know he's a nice look, looks nice guy yeah. um so um yeah I just reached out to him and just said um you know it'd be great to just understand a little bit about what your program looks like and um, whether it fits me and whether I fit you so we we kind of had a a Zoom call that night, it was literally like, let's just jump on. So, we did it, and um, yeah, it was just it, he resonated with me. Um, I think that I bear in mind, I'm a personal development coach, so I'm not a fitness, a fitness entrepreneur or fitness personal trainer as such. But for me, it was about finding the right person where you could take a set of skills and just transfer them. And the way he worked and the way he was um in terms of his mindset is what appealed to me. That's probably the biggest draw. So um, once those kind of boxes were ticked, I just kind of thought, yeah, this is definitely feels right. Um, you know, smash through the three months with him. And then I've just stayed on and we do it monthly now, which feels right because I guess the workload's slightly larger um, in terms of what I have to do. So to do that over across a four week period, um, before checking in with him and that accountability part, um, it's really useful. So I guess, you know, the essence of that for me is that if you're kind of debating about, you know, the next step forward and, um, who can, who held you account, you know, getting a mentor and a coach is, is absolutely essential.
0: Yeah, 100%. I, I couldn't agree more. And I didn't think that way um, not too long ago because I jumped into Chris's mastermind, believe it or not. The only reason I did it, and I had never hear or heard his stuff before. I'd never, I heard him on the Ben Pakalski podcast. And I just thought to myself, if I'm going to make a decision to do something, whether whether i succeed at it or i don't i have to make that decision which was something that was very difficult for me to do and you you're in personal development and i can tell you i probably should be talking to you more often because to go from structuring your life from thinking that the most important thing is to pay the bills and not your own self happiness and and growth and education i think a lot of people get wrong you know i think a lot of people they don't understand that you know when i was um Married and and my and I was I had this house and I had all these bills. I didn't really focus on The relationship part of it. I only focused on how much money I could make and provide and if I bought you a car that was means I was doing the right thing and I know a Lot of people still have that mentality and they actually waver away from their health and fitness and their what their mental Mm well-being You know because of this like what would you say I know when you, it, w- with you personally and what you do, what's the best. And I know you, you deal with athletes, retired athletes, but for the common person listening to this, what, where should someone start in kind of adjusting their, their thought process when it comes to going from, you know, like, I always talk health and fitness, but I think we can go further. We can broaden that spectrum and just really be like, you know, if someone's trying to make a change in life, where, where, where should they be starting? You know,
1: it's a great question. I think the key part starts with you have to have a growth mindset. So you, you've probably heard of Carol Dweck um, and obviously the fix versus the growth mindset. And you have to have that because that ultimately then um, is the foundation. So you've got things like, you know, just a positive outlook in life, um, that kind of learn attitude. So I very much have an attitude that um, I need. I can go out and learn it. I can understand it. It will be challenging. I will fail. I will fear things um, and I'll get it wrong, but I'll just have to keep going. And it's what can I take from that experience um, to make me better next time? Or what could I learn from other people's fails so that I know that I, you know, I won't be doing the same thing for myself. So I think you essentially have to have a growth mindset. You you have to be positive, like I said, um, and that's not that you look through life with rose tinted glasses but it is that you, you kind of wake up with a can-do attitude each day and you look at the positives that you have in life and you realise what you have. So massively, like you said, ultimately, you know, my goal is to be happy um, and having a nice car and a nice place and all those things are lovely. Um, but I would rather have happiness. So I think, you know, I've kind of reached an age at 32 where I've kind of the last year has been a, a review of that. And, you know, I've made decisions in the corporate world that I work in not to progress, which has been really tough because I do very well at it and I get great feedback. I network very well. Um, I've always kind of, you know, passed any assessments straight away and I've, I've got a great reputation. So when you've got everything playing for you in the world and you're turning around saying no, it's it's really it's, it's uncomfortable, but it's also, it's a, it's a really exciting place to be. Um, so I guess, you, you know, when you take some of those ideas and about kind of the excitement with trying to make new, learning, um, embracing new opportunities, um, that's what kind of sparks and gets my energy. Um, and, and that's a big thing I've really been thinking about that the last few weeks so um, I'm absolutely you know, like you said at the start I'm 100% that you have to focus on your personal development and invest in yourself and like you said, so many people don't do it and it's a shame and our, you know, I mentor people um, in the corporate sector and we just focus on their personal development um, and take time out to do that um, because those ultimately are ultimately the things that are going to grow you so um yeah, I think that that's probably some of the key parts to what I think in terms of starting somewhere with personal development.
0: Yeah. I, I think you nailed it on the head here with happiness is where you start. So people are like listening. They're like, well, yeah, that's all fine and dandy, but like, I have no idea where to start, but exactly start with happiness, start with getting out of bed every day, enjoying the life that you have, the people that are in your life and just the things that you currently have, cause you can't, you don't get to change the past and you have no idea what the next day brings. And this is the part of life that I love the most is because I'm always constantly thinking, okay, what do I, what, what goals do I want to achieve? But the things that come along the way are just like, they're out of my control. Like tomorrow I get hit by a bus. Like I'm going to spend today being as happy as I can looking at all the people in my life, the support network. And when times get tough, I do this. Um, and people think I'm crazy and you may be just the person to understand my mindset when I do this is when I have a bad day, I actually envision myself getting a phone call from the police saying, Hey, your son's been killed in a car accident. I envision this because there is nothing worse that could happen in my life than receiving a phone call like that. So when I think about it and people are like, why would you even want to put that in your ma- mind? Because it puts perspective on life. Yes. It absolutely puts perspective. None of this is really that important. Like, yeah. you know, and I think too many people, including myself, spend a lot of time worrying about stuff or, yeah. you know, materialistic or irrelevant things in their lives because none of that, you know, is going to be there tomorrow or maybe it will or like the constant is the people, the support network. And this way, networking, like you mentioned networking, how extremely important it is to be around like-minded people. It Mm -hmm. absolutely kind of boosts you and and brings you to a kind of a different level. And so on that, talk about what it is you're doing with that. I'm, I'm curious as to like professional athletes and You know, what, what that, what kind of mindset? Because when I look at an athlete, like if I look at somebody who is in the Olympics and they win gold and they spent 10 years training, probably from a young age, their parents had them up at four in the morning out every day, five days a week, they're on the pedestal. They've got the gold medal, they've won it. And then all of a sudden it's like, now what? Yeah. Like I, I, that's almost got to be tragic to a degree.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're spot on. So I actually spoke to somebody today who can do just a lot of researching and looking at the key themes that are coming through with people. And um, what he touched on was just this this loss of identity um, from being so driven, you know, you've got goals, you know what you need to do, you get in Get, get up every day you know what you've got to achieve um, everybody around you does you kind of feel you feel very successful in terms of people seeing what you're doing and thinking how amazing it is um, and even you know getting to that point where they either have an accident or they have an injury or they are looking to transition or just retire um, and that kind of focus on how you get them in the right place to adapt their mindset to be able to do different things in life because ultimately they're probably going to be quite young. They might be our ages and um, they've still got a whole life ahead of them, you know, and it's, it's really, you know, there is other things that they can be doing that can fulfill. It might never fulfill in the way that winning gold at the Olympics did, Um, but you need to just change it. So, what we, you know, what I do is spend a lot of time. My drive comes through the mindset, and just it's a powerful thing, the mind. And obviously, like when we talk about thoughts, etc., and how things can um, manifest for us. So, I think going back to the kind of clients I work with, it's, it's really just them focusing on having an understanding of their purpose. In life and like we said with that you know ultimately it might be happiness we could have seen for someone um and what that looks like you know and taking the facts of what they're good at um and what they want to maybe be saying when they're 65 and kind of working it backwards um, but it's really really interesting because I've also spent a bit of time the last few weeks thinking about like you said kind of that control side of things as well and um I listen a lot to Gary Vee and I listen a lot to Mel Robbins and you know, that kind of fear factor you put in yourself a little bit, that what's kind of, you know, you have to think like what's the worst that could happen. And, you know, you're absolutely spot on. I don't I don't think there's anything bad in, in thinking that way that you do. I think it's, I think it's, it's very empowering and enlightening to see someone think like that. It's also very scary actually, because that's the worst thing that could happen to you. And, um, it's funny, I listen, this shows how much I listen to Gary Vee, but everyone seems to ask him, what should be his fear? Because all the time, I know the answer he just says, is something happening to his kids and his family.
0: Yeah,
1: um, And it's exactly the same for all of us. And when you do that, it can change your outlook on life, it can change your outlook on the day, um, and that can change everything. So very similar, I, I tend to think to myself, there's someone having a worse day than me. There's someone that's got a really tough day. There's someone that's just had the police rock up to say something's happened to their nearest and dearest. And um, it's not about doom and gloom. It is, like you say, it's putting perspective on things um, and the reality. And I think that's really, really important. And I think that's really important when you're kind of goal setting and that you have a reality of where you're at and then where you want to be. Like anything we're working with goals. Um and being honest with yourself, and it was really interesting. I guess most of my clients, it's not a, a numbers game for me. I have to really build rapport and relationships with clients. I have to really understand how they work. So I've done um, I've done profile testing, and I can run that with my clients. So what that allows me to do is before we even start coaching, I can understand how I need to work with them and how they will. Learn best from me and work best with me, and that's really really important. And I think that these kind of skills you know, they're not just business based, they're life. I've recognized it's massively helped me in the relationships I have, um, with you know, my boyfriends, um, or my mum, and dad, my brother, um, you know, how, how you respond to different people as well. Um, so I think that you can start to see again how you can transfer things. And you also touched on networking and part of that was probably an appeal with Chris is that you could see the network that he was evolving there um, and a very good one. Um, And I think people really, really underestimate that and how much it can really support you in you getting to where you want to get to. Um, It's not about, you know, and I make this really clear in corporate, because I network very, very well in that side of things as well. But I said it's not about going to networking events or talking to someone to get something back. It's not a take factor there. It is about, you know, what can you do for the right? So anyone I network with, I'm like, what could I do for you and what could you do for me? It works both ways. So we can almost say that this, you know, it's a great networking opportunity, you know, and I'd love for you to come on my podcast and then, you know, I'll come back on yours. and Then we can start to understand a little bit more around what each other does. And then we start talking about different things. And then you touch people, you know, you get people in, um, in contact with others and that's how your world opens up and that's where then you see opportunities like you say and that's where you then get the energy and that's when you're then positive because guess what you've got business coming through yeah Uh, and all of these things that that's that's what I love the personal development side is really looking at things differently and focusing on you and um yeah that's um, I'm not sure I've answered any question now. I've just kind of gone off. No,
0: my that's hand. good. No, I know. Cause it, you mentioned <laughs> like certain. So, some people think analytically, some people are more visual and and you yeah. you pinpoint some of those things. And I was listening, when I was doing my walk this morning, I was listening to your voice, voice uh, note that you'd sent me. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And I'm like, I'm trying to think of where I fit into that. Cause I am not an analytical person. I'm my yeah. organizational skills are horrible, yeah. but I enjoy like what we're doing right now, like talking and, yeah. you know, and communicating that way is, is definitely something that's a strong point for, for me as well. Let's talk about your, you're obviously very busy and um, you're also getting ready for a photo shoot in December, December 1st. Yeah. Like how do you balance all this? Like I'm doing a lot, but I always like my time management skills are horrible. So (laughs) how do you, do what you're doing with your business and then balance it with your personal fitness as well.
1: Yeah. Again, look, a great question. And um, I think mainly I'm quite, I'm very, very organized. It's a strength. I have one. I'm a female. It's naturally females. I'd say. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: I think look, um, many, many years ago I was, I was overweight. So, you know, getting to a fitness level that over the last, four years I've been doing weights actually in the gym Um, a massive bodybuilder gym over here Um, I think it's empowered me it's given me massive confidence in everything that I do um because I feel good and again when you feel good you're positive etc so all these types of things just link you know it's not massive maths here um it all kind of makes sense so um in terms of structure I'm a I'm an early bird, so I tend to like to get up at five every day. I hit the gym for half five. I smash through my sessions. Again, I do that in the morning mostly because it makes me feel good for my day. Um, It's tough at times, but I keep – it's interesting a lot of people say, keep going back to your why, and I really struggled last week. And I text my um, coach and just said, look, I'm really finding it hard this week. And he just said, just go back to your why. And I was like, not feeling it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm the one that gets you know I'm the one that gets my clients to think like this all the time go back to why go back to why so I've then, you know everything that happens to me I'm like well that might happen to my clients so how can I overcome this myself to help them as well because my why then you know people say your why isn't strong enough Well, actually it might be and it is but I'm just not feeling it that week. so therefore yeah. it might be a just maybe don't give myself a hard time or maybe I just need to think differently about the why. So, or maybe that's telling me something in itself. So yeah, I do do the shoots. I've done about, oh, I've done near enough six or eight I think it will be at the end of this year in two two years, which is crazy. Um, so I, I guess where I'm so adamant that I want to hit that deadline, I just work towards it. Um, I guess corporate, I look at it like, look, it's a means to an end. I love it still. Um, but it will facilitate me in doing what I love, 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 which is working for myself and and building my business. So um, that's, that's what I've got to do. That's the vehicle to get me to where I want to get to. And I have to be very thankful for that as well, as tough as some days can be. Um, anyone that works in retail will, will know that. Um, it's physically and mentally intense. Um, but I know I have to do that. So I guess, you know, like I said earlier, I've said no to kind of progression things. So you have to look at and evaluate where you are with that. Um, and then the business side, because I want it, I just do it in the evenings and it's gradual. The really important thing for me that I have recognised is that. And I'll say I'm really old here. Everybody wants everything tomorrow. Mm -hmm. and everybody wants that new car or that new bag or they want their business to suddenly be only six figures whereas for me it's like you know the money part will come nicely with that I want to be the same as I was when I did my diplomas you know it took me four years to qualify and I wanted a distinction so I did have a goal I got two distinctions so I got both in that which was amazing but I worked really hard over the time and I was really conscious of learning and failing and getting it going again and going again and going again so you know, I have that attitude of everything that I do. So the same with the business. I don't want it to be that I'm suddenly actually earning, you know, it's not going to happen because I know it wouldn't. Um, I don't want to be earning like hundred, two hundred thousand pounds £200,000 in a year. I want to allow this to build and to learn and to, to mess up on the way and to network and to help others and do different things as well. I, you know, I want to do that. So I guess that's really, really helped ground me in terms of allowing to do other stuff as well. If I just have a mindset that I definitely want to achieve this in a year, you know, potentially I could do it. Um, But I probably couldn't do the other stuff um, around that, which is the fitness and the job and everything. So, um, yeah, I think you've got to have um, an open mind. I think you've got to look at things um, and I think you have to keep going back to them. So I've got a business plan um, and I keep going back to it, you know, and I have everything on there. Um, and I guess the main thing I probably don't have, which I should have because I'm goal-driven, but it's more, probably better timescales on there would probably help me a bit. Um, so, yeah, I think that, but again, because the reason I do that is because I'm like, you touched on there, how you learn. I'm a visual learner. So kind of like when I'm having a tough day in my mind, I'm like, but I want to get to there and I can see it. And when you see it, you kind of think can work for it. So, yeah, I guess, um, I think that's probably what helps again the networking and I said people underestimate it that's a massive thing that spurs you on day in day out you know just to, even if it's that you kind of bounce stuff off I'm, I'm having a really tough day <laughs> you know how's your day um it might just be you pick up the phone to somebody and say and say that and they go yeah I'm having a tough day too and it's like okay cool talk to you tomorrow bye you've it's really weird how it can just change your outlook on a day or the way you're thinking and just give you that burst you might need to actually then go okay yeah no i'm gonna to go to the gym and do that hour of cardio that i didn't want to do because it's seven o'clock at night but i'm gonna go and do it so yeah those are I guess the few top tips and looking at how i can manage time and and looking at it so really interesting to think about that why bit though and something i'm going to take forward and thinking about the next few weeks
0: You know what, I really like those is is the genuine, and I think we all need to be genuine too. When you say, you know, you've had a rough week and your coach is like, well, go back to your why, and you're like, I really don't care right now. I think that's important. Like, if you're listening and you're struggling, I I do the same thing. Like, I, you know, it's like posting on Instagram. You know, I, I I try and every day, you know, target the people that I'm really, really, really want to help. And there's some days I'm just like, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw the phone in the corner, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do something different. And I've, uh, I've always tended to be a, an all-in type of person. You know, I've got nutrition correspondence I'm doing right now. I have school starting in two weeks. I've got the online business, and I kind of put the cart before the horse. You know, I was never a one-on-one PT. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the online. I'm doing it all at once, and it's very overwhelming. But I mm-hmm. feel like. I'm growing and I'm learning, but I'm stumbling at the same time. And I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing a lot of fears. And, and I try even to tell some of my clients, like you can slip, you can make mistakes. It doesn't constitute failure. It doesn't mean that you all of a sudden, because you decided to have a piece of cheesecake and you ruined your diet, that now you've lied to me and, Oh my goodness, what am I going to like? Don't, don't be down on yourself. Just pick up and continue. And, and, I think that's, uh, ultimately important. And, and I love, well, like you said, you know, you, when you talk about, you know, I don't want to make a hundred or 200,000 pounds right away. It's because the process that you're taking and the journey you're going on with like myself is all about doing what you love to do. Because like, I like what Chris says too, is he's like, yeah, I got lots of money in the bank, but I don't really spend any of it. And I believe them. I do believe him because it's, he's, not, he's not doing his day-to-day so that he could go buy a Ferrari. That's not, yeah. never the intent. And I think uh, a lot of people, they can't get out of that mindset where they want to do something, but it's like, okay, I'm going to do it to make 100000 Well, what happens when you make 100000 I can tell you firsthand from somebody who worked a lot of hours, I know what it's like to make $100, $150,000, $180,000 a year a lot of money it can mm. buy you a lot of stuff mm. it actually got me nowhere mm. absolutely nowhere because my mindset wasn't in the right spot so um I really really like what you said about that I think that's fantastic um and pe- people listening need to really um put life in perspective and and like you like Gary V. I I love Gary V. um mm. you know he does I, I I don't know if you'd notice <laughs> when I go into the mastermind, I post things, sometimes videos. I did a video from Costco <laughs> Yes.
1: Yeah, so. because,
0: because people were talking about how scared they are of doing um, videos in public, which scares yeah. me too. But it, it goes back to like walk into a busy place and all you can think about it is I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what anybody thinks. And then you just start making this video and you know what? Nobody really cares what you're doing. You know, it's 2019.
1: Um, no. And I often think that, they're probably thinking the same thing that I'd love to do that <laughs> and they're not doing it. That's why yeah. I tend to, you know, and it's a bit like, it's like if I think of people judging me and I have to let things go and I just think to myself, but they're probably wanting to do what I want what I am doing. They just haven't got that going. They're more that confidence to just do it. But what's the worst that can happen?
0: That's just it. What is the worst that can happen? Like someone's going to come up to you and say something like, Oh, well, I mean, you have to kind of you can't take like
1: over here. Sorry, I was gonna cut in, but where, yeah. you know, are very, very sensitive. And you know, you'll you'll be walking down the road and I'll I'll be like, Morning, good morning, good morning. And half the people just look down on the floor or they can't say good morning to you. And I just think, why wouldn't you brighten someone's day and just you know, say hello and how are you? And just check in and you might be the only person they talk to in that whole day and you've changed their their world on that day. That's I guess that's you know, kind of like we said, the worst that could happen. It's like it's, it's the way you look at things, isn't it?
0: It's it it completely is. It's um and I I do that and I consciously try and do that all the time is just do something kind for somebody else. Yeah. Um, because you never know what that person's going through in that particular day or in their lives and um you can't go wrong with positivity you can't go wrong with that like you there's there's you know what i mean like um but a lot of people are still living these these long stressful lives based on like what is the outcome to all of this like you're going to die
1: yeah
0: <laughs> like you know like it's this, that simple like you have one shot at it
1: yeah There's an amazing book by um, Ariana Huffington called Thrive and there's a part in that I think she kind of recalls around Steve Jobs saying something like you know no one's going to come to your funeral and just be up there doing your speech and saying about how amazing your emails were. (laughs) I read it and I was like but it's so true isn't it? Absolutely. If you don't want to have a life and you don't want kids and you do want to have a career, and that. that's not to put any negative on that because it's amazing too. But it's just a general outlook on, you know, what I guess it's like we say, looking forward, what will you have achieved by the time you are, you know, 85 if you get to that? Um, you, will we you be happy um, with the story of, of your life?
0: Yeah. And I mean, really, that's what it comes down to is, and, you know, life is long. It's, you know, people always say life is short, life is short. Well, it it's long. Like we still have a lot of things that we can do. Like I look at being, you know, almost 42 years old. I'm like, okay, I know where I want to be at 50. I have eight full years. If I can do, you know, this is episode 11, just so you know. And Chris told me that anybody who goes past 11 generally succeeds in the podcast world and this is episode 11 so this is a very monster um what's the word i'm looking for um instrumental monumental one of those words it's a milestone
1: it is a milestone i feel very privileged Even yes
0: yes and the the momentum that's taken off and um i'm kind of going sidetracked here but what was I talking about? <laughs> I got onto the like episode 11 and then my whole brain just I'm like, kind of looking
1: back, I, isn't it? you know, your, your story of your life type thing.
0: Yeah. I was having a balloon party in my brain just so you could. <laughs> um, yeah. And life is, life is long. Like eight years from now, where am If I continue doing what I love, the podcast space, the, the fitness, like where is eight years going to take me? Because, if I look back at my previous job uh, in a job I never liked, eight years got me from like the bottom of the mountain, literally to the top of the mountain. And I didn't even like it. So if I put. hundred percent of me over the next eight years and yourself being 32 going to up to that fort, like imagine where you'll be when you're 40.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that's a long ways away but it'll come really quick. Like it's, you kind of that it's both. And it's like every day you grind out and, and if you miss a day or you don't, you know, reach that goal, cause we're all hard on ourselves. We all want to be the best version of ourselves, you know, and maybe that's a question I'll I'll shoot to you is like, how do you put things in perspective when it comes to, you know, managing these long drawn out goals on a day-to-day basis?
1: I think something I've really had to work on this year has been having me time and downtime. Um, purely, so back in May, I was actually I had some time out. I got signed off by the doctor for burnout um, and exhaustion, um, which wasn't at the time my what I felt to be my proudest moment because um, you always you know I always get told by everyone, "Oh, you're so strong" and everything like that. And um, I, I literally just had these episodes of being floods of tears no emotion to anything in my days and just you know feeling that you become that you know you feel that fake because again what you're having to put on a facade whether it's in corporate world or whatever just becomes a bit when you're not feeling that that's when you become fake um or feel it um and that was really really tough so um I did have some time out and I looked at what I needed to do within those those kind of those days um and I went did meditation and I just like you just said I threw my phone aside sometimes because I think that's important um but yeah I just think not being hard on yourself is about taking you have to have downtime and take time out um and you have to understand what that means to you so there's a lot of people around that kind of it's not as harsh as they, they judge, but they're looking out for me in terms of you need to do this, you need to do that. And it's like, well, no, I'll decide what I need to do and what's right for me. But um, I guess it's that you do sometimes listen to those close close to you and, and reflect on it. But, yeah, I kind of evaluate, I guess, at the end, kind of each week. What have I done for me a bit in terms of downtime? How do I switch off? Because I don't do that naturally very well. Hence why that kind of exhaustion part happened. Um, and I, I take those as kind of signs in life. Again, like, like it was a, something that I didn't want to go through, but I learned a lot from it and I took action whilst I had the time off. And I think that's really important. Um, and it's then understanding that, you know, it's a bit like whether you believe in things like the secret and the universe and everything, everyone will have their own interpretation of things. But I think it's important that you look at that and what it means to you. Um, so, yeah, I think that not being hard on yourself is taking time out. And I think, like, you've, you know, you kind of said a bit that you look at how far you've come um, and where you're going. But it's not just a quick thing. It's going to be time. And it's those types of ways of looking at things and taking that step back can really, really help. Um, So, yeah, that's, I guess, what I'd say. Sometimes just start with basics, start with that downtime. You know, mine at the minute is that I go to the cinema once a week on my own. um, And I love it because I turn my phone off and I go when it's absolutely quiet in the cinema. Um, And it's just a bit of, you kind of that, just mine just focuses on one thing for the moment and not a hundred other things. Um, So those are types of things I've done to help that for me. What have you done?
0: Yeah, I, uh. I tend to be all sporadic and all over the place. And I know it's difficult. It's really difficult for me to, uh, and I'm trying to organize my my time here. I know Sundays is my, uh, the time I spend with my family and really, um, again, put the phone down and, and have that quality time. Enjoy the ones around me that I love. Um, you know, I make time out for, Uh, my girlfriend. I make time out for my son. Sometimes balancing that is difficult because, you know, you're, you're trying to push towards certain goals and, um, it's painstaking at most times. What I love to say for the most part is when trying to reach certain goals is you have no, like we can have a plan. Um, we can have long-term goals, but we really don't, Understand where that is, go- like where it takes us may not be where we originally wanted to go.
1: Mm-hmm. And that
0: to me is like the most fascinating part. Like I could st- sit here and say, "Okay, I'm going to be a successful online coach. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that." Okay, okay, shoot, I'm going in that direction. And in five years from now, I'm a motivational speaker on a stage in the middle of Australia, wondering how the hell I got here because it's increment. It's like it's people and the networking part of it. It's when you're positive and you're going in the right direction and your mindset is right, crazy things happen. Yeah. Like this buzz happens where you start to feel, I know with me, that foundation of like people coming out of the woodwork to want to speak to, you know, I get messages all the time. You're being inspirational. You're this, and it's just like this buzz that happens. Um, and all that is, is just me being me and just mm-hmm. putting forth, Um, who I am and I don't stray from that I don't try and be anybody that I'm not or I don't try and mimic uh, what Brad's doing or what Chris is doing or you know or what anybody else is doing that's in my close circle of networking but just being me and then hopefully we just you know share those things and kind of grow and I'm kind of Going off on a tangent
1: here, but yeah, I think it's, it's great to hear. It's nice that I think it sounds like to me that you've explored a lot around you as a person, um, and you know what you stand for, um, who you are, um, and we're always learning that and we're always evolving. And that's 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 brilliant part about um, what we do and who we are as people. So I think that's great. That you can you you have that outlook again, you know, and um, I think what's great what I see about you is there's just an energy and you know people say you're inspiring and it's it's lovely to see um and it empowers and inspires others um so yeah I think those you know I was looking at something the other day I was really, I was listening to a lot of audibles and one said about kind of controlling you know the life you have and um goals and sometimes we just set these massive massive goals and actually we just need to stop you know maybe get a goal yeah. and- year and um, get a bit of time to it but just focus on really breaking that down and that's what I, I often do with clients is you know we get to the end of it I'm like how how useful is that session and I'm always really excited and they're like yeah it was really useful I mean it's just so easy like I've just thought of three things and I'm like that's the part that's the clarity that we can get through coaching it's just really bringing it down and facilitating them to get their to their goals quicker but let's just break it right down and sometimes when you look at the blocks more and actually I've, I've had a different approach, I'm trying at the minute is just to do things day in, day out. I know what my goal is, you know, that I've got to shoot, but actually the tough part is a day in, day out really. Yeah. Um, and it's just focusing on that a bit more and a different approach. Um, so, yeah, I think um, it's it's... All these types of things, again, you can see, you can come on similar themes in terms of how you talk and everything. Um, but yeah, one of the important things I think is really um, knowing who you are and, and having an energy with that. Um, people resonate to people that have energy. Um, and again, it's something that a lot of people don't do. And I I love this. I was with um, two friends the other day and we were talking about, um, we've all worked in um, retail. And I said to them, I said, when you go in tomorrow, I said I'm going to give you a challenge. I said, go in and observe and count how many people when you say to them, how are you doing today? Go, yeah, not bad. And they they just sat there and it was this pure silence, which I, I love a silence, absolutely love it. And um and they just sat there and you could just see their mind like ticking and ticking and it was a uh, hmm. And I was like, okay, right, moving on. And they're like, no, 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 I was just thinking about that. And they said, because I always say, Yeah, I'm really good. And I'm like, But do you? So it's, it's kind of, it's one for them to think about how they are. And it's one just to look at other, you know, how other people are and, and you know, their energy. And because they then sometimes wonder why at the end of the day they can feel so drained when they work with people. <laughs> when actually, when you work with people, you should feel drained in a good way yeah. and mentally stimulated. So yeah, it's one for them to go and I'll have to pick up with them. That's the important part as coaches, picking up, isn't it? And just seeing you know what they find um from people so yeah that the energy part's a massive thing and um and that links with everything that you do networking and how you have a positive outlook and life and getting through a day getting through a week getting through a year um oops apologies on that um no, that's good yeah that's that that's kind of um again we've kind of gone off on a tangent but it's all it's all no crazy. it's
0: good it's good it's it's you know, where, where people are going to gravitate to certain personalities. And I think that's really at the end of the day, that's going to make us successful as being ourselves and not putting on this, you know, you know, this mask or trying to be somebody else is just do yeah. you. And, and, you know, it. I, this is what I've, you know, just getting into the online fitness thing and anyone that I've talked to. And of course right now in the early phases, it's not a lot of like, there's not strangers coming to me yet. It's, It's in my own ecosystem. It's people I know are like, oh, hey, Mike, they're not buying into a program because I can provide them nutrition or exercise or, you know, they're not buying. They don't care about that. They're Mm -hmm. buying into me. Yeah. They're like, we like you. So really, you could do, you know, and I try and tell people like people when they choose you as a coach. It's because they're buying into you as as a person and everything else you give them is great, but that's not the whole reason.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. And people need to see value in that because I've always said this like if I wanted a nutrition plan and an exercise program, I can go to Google and type yeah. it in and get yeah. all that information myself. I don't need to pay a dime.
1: And I think there's also a part that with relationships that you recognize that if, if a client comes to you and you know you, you're honest about it. And I said yeah. The start that if you're not right for them or they're not right for you that you both have that honesty with each other yes. not seen as a negative you know that you're not going to resonate with everybody you're not going to click with everybody but you can be positive and kind within that and that's again that bit of kindness and those those kind of um attitudes are really really important to have and it might be that sometimes I'll get a client and I'll say you know I actually don't think you're you might not be in the right place to have coaching with me and I'll be honest with that and I might say I'm not sure we're the right fit And the same with mentoring, what is your mentoring? That's probably a key one. Um, and you and I always say we have to be honest at the start about that, um, about how we work. Um, however, I can probably find you someone within the network that I'm in that would be absolutely perfect for you. So, and again, you know, that that's what it's about. It's not about, you know, well, I want that client for the money. I want that client, and even if they're not going to become a client i want that person to just generally achieve what they want and do well so helping somebody um and feeling good off of that is the type of thing that can you know and sounds like it's very much would spur you on as well
0: yeah i actually just did that um with uh we were sitting around the dinner table and my my sister and i train together she's new she's very timid when it comes to the gym she figures uh you know if she lifts weights for a week she's going to build godly muscle and it's gonna She going look manly which is not the case but you know <laughs> yeah and uh it's it so I I kind of actually we were having a conversation and I I pushed them both towards Janae a little bit I said go check her stuff out and, and you get get in contact and it's it's difficult because they um they it's hard for them to buy in to the online thing but then they still look at me as the if the authority or the coaching person because and I you know because that's what I do but I'm also saying well I'm also your family yeah. so you know I'm never gonna charge you a dime I'm never mm-hmm. going to do anything that may push or hurt you in a way because you're always gonna refer to me as your brother I'm always gonna refer to you as my sister first so Maybe it's better suited that you have somebody you don't know that you can maybe gel with and, you know, pay them and have like that understanding and towards going towards your goal. And, you know, some people don't understand that, but I get it. Like I can probably service you and give you the best that I can give you, but I don't think it's everything because at the end of the day, when things get tough, I have to go back to being big brother yeah. or or boyfriend or whatever that may be. So I try and separate those things the best I can. Like I don't give fitness advice, especially to my girlfriend. Cause she's a CrossFit beast. She's done yeah. crazy things with her life when it comes to fitness. I don't even go there. She blew her ACL out in, in last year. And we went through that whole surgery and rehabilitation process this year. But, Man, oh man! When she's hundred percent, I'm I'm a little scared. You know, like I'm not going there. Um,
1: we'll be there. Between us, yeah, yeah.
0: It's like oh, she's a. I'm a bit of a wimp compared to her. Um, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's awesome. That's so we've. This has been a wicked chat, you and I. Yes. You know, what I love about this is I get to learn more about you guys, and I get to learn, and I get to do a podcast, and I get to publish it, and people get to listen, and it's like. It's just winning on all, all sides. I just, I love it. I think it's fantastic. What else? Give me your final thoughts before we wrap this thing up. Final thoughts for the average listener out there. Um, Whatever, whatever you want it to be, just fire away.
1: Oh, good. Good one. Um, (laughs) I think I always do like the rule of three. There's always, you do things in three. And so my top three kind of would be, um, dream big and go for what you want and believe that you can achieve that. Um, So that'd be my one. Um, Two is get a network around you. Um, You know, it's great to have a coach and mentor. Not everybody's in that place to do that. Um, But there's probably someone you can reach out to. And actually just, do you know, we said Google, you know, go on Google and just follow someone that resonates with you and look at them to be a mentor for you. Just do that. and um, But start building that network of people because that really, really help um, inspire you and empower you. Um, And I guess three would have to be that probably the great fixed mindset that you have to have a great mindset, a can-do attitude, um, know that you're going to fail, know that you're going to fear stuff and be vulnerable with that and, you know, share things with people, reach out with people um, and be honest with yourself with that. So I've definitely pushed it over three here. Um, But yeah, I think that's a a key one. You're going to constantly learn no matter what age you are. And that's the best bit about life um, is that you can just keep learning and, um, and seeing yourself grow, you know, and looking how far you've come is really important. So, yeah, I've definitely overdone that. I think that's about five or six points. Or
0: that's perfect. <laughs> that's, that's a little extra added value. And, and to be completely transparent, anybody who's listened to the podcast to this point, because yeah. we know that some people are going to really? listen. They're going to listen for five minutes. They're going to listen for 10. If you have made it to the end of this podcast... Not only can you get – I will put Natalie's information in the show notes as well as myself. All you, And, I mean, contact. You can reach out to either of us. Yeah. There's a start. So if you're listening and you got to this point, it means you're probably interested in what Natalie and I have had to say. And we're going to give you the information, and you can get a hold of either of us. And you never know where that's going to go. So. Yeah. Look,
1: I'm all up for a free discovery call. If you, you message me and say I'm in, then, okay, yes. let's go. Yeah,
0: 100%. It's What do you have to lose? Like, really, what do you have to lose? If you're listening and you want to talk to one of us, just make that decision. Yeah. Yeah. This has been awesome. I thank you so much for coming. This has been amazing. Every episode I do just gets better and better and better. And I cannot wait to do more. I'm sure you and I will do another one at some point. In fact, I'm guarantee we will we have lots more to talk about
1: if your listeners um have a particular subject in terms of personal development again just reach out and let us know and we can we can just talk about it it'd be great
0: yeah it doesn't necessarily have to resonate with just myself or natalie like we have a network of people that can help with anything that you need for the most part um and just reach out you never know where it's going to go i i I believe that strongly you're listening to this and you're, you're on the pivot. You're like, Oh, I don't know. Just do it. You never know what's going to happen. Right. You just, you just go in that direction. I made that call to Chris and look where it's got me. So, um, yes. Awesome. Positive stuff. Great conversation. And, um, thank you again for being on the fit fun father podcast. Thank you. I'm your host michael sovcu and thank you guys very much and we'll check you guys on the next one yo thank you guys again for what an amazing episode uh thank you again natalie for coming on the show all of you thank you again for listening to the fit fun father podcast uh it's been awesome i've got some amazing episodes coming your way so please stay tuned subscribe share with your friends get this out to as many people as possible Um, again, if you guys want to support me, uh, check out the show notes. I have linked in the Patreon link. I am also available for one-on-one coaching. And here's the best part. If you leave a review, you tell me how you thought about the podcast, I will get on a call with you and answer any question that you may have. Super, super awesome. Because without you guys, none of this is possible. The success and the content of this podcast is fueled by you, the audience. So thank you again very much, and we will see you guys on the next one.